So, Partridge Family is going to be going in uh, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 for the intro. Start. In a second. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> Hello world is a song that we sing. Come on, get happy. So, welcome to this podcast. This is the happy hour, uh, brought to you by myself, David Auger, and I'm joined with Veronica. Hi. Ashley. Hello. And Beth. And of course, um, as being uh, optimistic uh, Habs fans that we are, and... We're joining pretty much uh, the sheep in the farm because we are incapable of independent, intelligent thought. Uh, <laughs> that's just the way it is. So, <laughs> so pretty much uh, moving on with, the, with this podcast is that the point of it is that we are trying to uh, pretty much create uh, a listening environment that people can tune into and not have to worry about uh, all the bad with the team. And is there bad? Sure. There is bad with the team, but there is a whole Absolutely. lot of... I know, and there is a whole, whole lot of good with the team as well, and that's what our show is going to focus on, like, 90% of the time. Am I right? Yes. You are that's right. right. Okay, <laughs> so there it is. So like I said, I'm David Auger, and we're going to introduce um, all of the people that are going to be hosting the podcast, and I am going to let the ladies take it first, and you can fight, fight amongst yourselves to figure out who you want to do first. Uh, Ashley is first alphabetically. <laughs> so I guess I get to call that voice happens. <laughs> neener, neener. Uh, well, sure, I can go ahead. Um, so. I'm Ashley. I am at Allure, A-L-O-U-R on Twitter. Um, and I have been a Habs fan literally since birth. My dad has brainwashed me. He is the only Habs fan <laughs> in our family. Everybody else as embarrassing as it is to admit, are Leafs fans. It's, it's rough. It's rough. <laughs> the gatherings are tough. Um, <laughs> but I didn't really start getting into hockey until maybe about 10 years ago when um, I realized that I was actually controlling the Habs scores with my fandom. I went to a night class wearing a Habs shirt, and when I got home, my dad t- told me that the score was 5 uh, nothing for the New York Rangers. And I thought, well, what the hell am I wearing this shirt for? So I took it off, I got changed, and the Habs came back and won that game 6-5 wow. overtime. Woo! It was that game. Nice. Ooh. It was that game. So oh. that's when I became a diehard, because I thought, I have all this power. I need to start paying attention and wield it for good. So well, Thank you for doing that throughout <laughs> the years. I mean, without you, I don't know where the Habs would be. It's true. It's true. I do my best. I do my true best. story. So if we're talking about alphabet, I think Beth is next. Oh, all right. So um, I'm Beth. I'm at Eliza Beethan on Twitter. It's Eliza underscore Beethan, all our case. Um, I have been a Habs fan for about six years now. I'm the only hockey fan in my family. Um, everybody else either doesn't really like sports or watches American football. Um, but I was working at a sports bar in college. And um, one of my regulars was a big Sharks fan, and he'd always ask for Sharks games on because we had all the sports packages, and we could get pretty much any game on. And he used to always make bets with me on silly things. And one time he wanted to bet on the Sharks game, and they happened to be playing the Habs. And the Habs lost because California teams, we don't do very well. It's fine. That's um, what it does. <laughs> But I was like, wow, this game is really cool and fast-moving. And so I started researching the team and the league and how hockey worked, and I just fell in love, and the rest is history. Awesome. And then I got on Habs Twitter and met all of you crazy people and became <laughs> one of you crazy people. Yeah, welcome <laughs> but I love it. to the cult. Glad I love to have it. you. We got, you know, <laughs> got some punch in the corner, breads and mini sandwiches in the other corner. You might want to avoid the punch, though. Oh. Until later. That comes. Is it red? Yeah. 
Okay, yeah, I can't have red dye, so that's fine. <laughs> Wait, in general? I'll stay away from the punch. Like, I can't eat it. Like, I can wear it, but it's fine. I just can't eat like it. Like, food dye? Like, food dye, yeah. Mm. But you can eat, like, tomatoes. I feel oh, like yeah. we need the yeah, arching yeah. star with the more you know. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, yeah, do I have a sparkling sound? I gotta find that. <laughs> so does this mean that Veronica's next? I believe it does. <clears throat> Does. Yeah, and I just also wanted to mention that of our group, none of us is based in Montreal. No. Right. Oh, good we call. That's true. Oh, yeah. Should we say where we live? Yeah, Ashley, where are you from? I guess. My address is... <laughs> Obviously, oh. with my family history, I live in Leaf Country. I live outside of Toronto. <clears throat> wow. It's rough. Like I said, it's rough. <laughs> Prayers and blessings to you. <laughs> um, I live in Virginia, in the United States. Cool. And yeah. I'm, I live in a suburb just out of Vancouver, outside of Vancouver in BC. And my name is Veronica, and my Twitter handle is chili, as in the country, underscore pepper. And that's because I was born there. Wow. And um, yeah. And then pepper because chili pepper and it's it goes together. Um, and I've been a Habs fan my whole life and sort of a really avid follower follower of the team, uh, you know, for the last sort of twenty years. And I have seen a lot of ups and downs. And um, my family lived in Montreal when I was a kid, and it was just a religion there, obviously, as everybody in Montreal knows. And it was also sort of, back then, it was before the advent of social media and the internet and everything else, and sort of all, all of the discourse just happened in the newspapers and, you know, at school and talking to friends and people talking with my parents and that sort of thing, and it was a, a, a much different time. But, um, yeah, I've just always been a huge Habs fan and uh, really want them to succeed and look forward to October every year, regardless of who's in general management or who's on the team, and they're my team. Absolutely. That That's is awesome. It. I guess that means it's my turn. So, yeah. Uh, my name is uh, David Auger, and I've been a uh, Habs fan for the past, I want to say, yeah, five or six years, give or take. Uh, pretty much as long as Beth has. Uh, granted, the Habs have always been in the periphery of my life uh, for some reasons. Um, I'm from uh, Albany, New York, and I was born and raised in New York, but that wasn't the case for my family. Uh, my grandparents emigrated uh, to the United States. My grandfather, a logger, decided that logging was better in the States for whatever reason, and he was a diehard Habs fan. Um, I grew up uh, with my grandparents, so... I got a little bit of the Quebecois uh, experience growing up, and a little bit of bilingualism as well, though my French is really bad. But due to that, um, I kind of, uh, I kind of fell into uh, being a uh, being more of a Habs fan uh, after my grandparents uh, passed away, you know, many many uh, years ago. And for a way for me to uh, kind of connect with my grandfather in a way that I didn't know while I was growing up. I decided to, you know, really follow the team a bit more and, uh, you know, just do that. So, yeah, through thick and thin, I know that my grandfather lived through all the glory years of the Habs, and now we, our generation, are waiting for that time to happen again, if not just <laughs> once, maybe a couple of times <laughs> afterwards. And uh, you can find me on Twitter <clears throat> at MetalDave01. And that's me. And that's everybody. Yay. Thank Yay. you. Welcome to Happy <laughs> Hour. And we will be your hosts on this journey. So I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah, some good topics. We we decided to start this podcast, uh, number one, mostly because we want to be able to have an outlet for people to, liz to listen to some you know positivity about the haves. And I think you know we come into a really terrible time to do that, I believe. <laughs> Uh, given that the, I mean, unless I'm making that up. No, it's it's true. It's a little bit of, of dark times in the season, I think. Um, 
But I think that we've found that regardless of how the overall picture of the season is looking at each game, you can generally find a thing or two to get excited about. So we just wanted to, I think, have a place to share that with others, um, hopefully spread some of that optimism and positivity so we're not just always focusing on the things that need to change to be better, but the things that we can improve on to be better. Yeah, and especially things that we already have in the system since we have a ton of things in the system moving <laughs> forward that at some point we will elaborate on <laughs> when we get to it. Yeah. Absolutely. Here I am just filling in the dead space. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so, so and for me, it's mm. not only about just positivity because it's kind of become a, strangely a four-letter word. And it's not just, you know, it's not like, oh, my God, let's find something to be positive about and pretend that there's nothing wrong. It's it's more like there are things to be excited about. Nothing is perfect. And just sort of not dwell on the negatives because no matter how we behave or react, it's not dependent on us. So myself, I'd rather sort of, focus on what I can control and that's my attitude rather than sort of stew about the things that I can't control because there are more things to life. And further to that, the things that you can't control and the things that you don't know about and nobody else knows about. Right. Right. I think right. It's true. And we can guess and speculate, but we don't know. Which is exactly. fun, guessing and speculating, but, you know. We don't know everything that goes on behind closed doors, right? We don't have all the information. Um, but I, I read a quote a while ago, and I wish I could have found it for this, but it just kind of reiterated the fact that positive or optimistic people, it's not like we only, we think we live in Candyland and only see sunshine and rainbows. We do see that there's the negatives are there, but I always come back to the fact that this is a thing I choose to do for fun. Like, watching hockey isn't my job. I don't have to do it. I choose it because I enjoy it. So if focusing on the negatives is going to make me feel negative about it, then why would I continue to do that? So just kind of piggybacking on what Veronica just said, I totally agree. I think I'm, I'm choosing to do this for fun. I'm going to choose the fun way to do it. And there's always fun things to find in a game of hockey. Here, here. Absolutely. Yeah, do you have anything to add to that, Beth? Um, no. <laughs> I think you guys said it all. Nailed it. <laughs> yes. You know, I have an alpaca sound, too. I really want to use it because I don't know what it sounds like. Oh, oh I can tell you. That's the dream. Oh, wait. Ashley knows all about alpacas. That's the <gasps> dream. The alpaca farm. It's the lifelong dream. This speech pathology career is just to fund the farm. <laughs> I support this. I support this. Herds them. of llamas <laughs> everywhere. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> That's a little weird. That, really that wasn't soothing. quite what I thought. It sounded like a hive help. mind. Like taking over my brain. <laughs> Alright, that was... Alright, I'm gonna trash that one. Sorry, everybody. My bad. Oh, no. Uh, so, um... Yeah, I guess, uh... You, well, you got, everyone knows that the Habs had a game today. I suppose we can start talking about that. Yes, who who, who actually watched it? I did. Oh, Am I great. the only one that watched the whole thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I missed the first period. In the middle of the second. You guys missed a pretty impressive game, I gotta say. I mean, yeah. top team in the East. They held their own. They took them to a shootout, I think, again. I don't think this is the first time this season Third they've done that. Third time this season they've gone so, to shootout, I believe. Every time, no? Or did they lose once in overtime? I can't remember. There might have been once, because I think they've played four times, but memory of a goldfish over here, so. Absolutely. Yes, <laughs> we have we have the internet, and I'm not using it, but I keep talking, I'll find all I think it was their researcher. guesses instead. <laughs> um, so I didn't get to watch the game at all, um, because I'm on vacation, but Hell yeah. I was talking. <laughs> I was talking to my friends in the kitchen. We were like just hanging out, and I just I just got the notification on my phone that said um, Archery Luckin had scored, and I just oh! jumped up and was screaming like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god!" Oh, because he had this goal drought 
and he broke it against Vasilevsky. Like no, of all what? <laughs> he did yeah. back up in. Sorry, it wasn't Vasilevsky. Oh, let's see. I didn't know that because I wasn't watching the game. In other but words, still, they broke it against the Lightning. The Lightning, exactly. Who was who was their backup goalie? D Dominuk, D Domin something. Dom like there's Domi so many. Domiquay. Domain. Domang. That's it. That's it. It's Domang. It's Domang. Yeah, I think Domang. it's Domang. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. There's just so many goalies. Like, there's just been so much goalie drama throughout the league this season that I don't know. Like, whenever somebody plays a game, I'm like, I don't know who that goalie is. Is he real? Is that, like, do they just pick him off the street? Like, that's been happening a lot lately. Well, not every team is the Golden Knights. I mean. Yeah. They went through, like, seven. It was a lot. There was, was something lot. crazy like that. Five or six, I thought, but yeah. Her. And like Chicago's guys out. Lekkinen finally breaking his goal drought on yes, the power play. That. Even it felt yes. like a unicorn skated across the ice. It was oh. amazing. I was so happy, even though I wasn't watching. I just was so happy to see that. And then Chucky's goal from the right yes. wing. Explain mm. to me why he's not on the right wing. I don't understand. That's his spot. Oh well, don't you know he's a center? Oh, it's. <laughs> Him on the right wing is such a beautiful thing. I just want him there always. Well, yeah, that's his wheelhouse. I mean, that's where he gets the his one-timers. That's like his that's his house. You know, Ovi has his house on the over the left circle. Mm -hmm. Al Galchenyuk's house is the right. That slot right there on the power play, the right wing, all that nonsense. But as you know, things are what they are. But no, he's been playing wing yeah. pra practically all season, which is good. Yeah, left wing though, I think. And uh Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he's left wing. That's fun. <laughs> but um, I was, what I thought was interesting about this game was um, Julian's choices in the shootout. Yeah. Um, Byron, uh, for some reason, feels like a no-brainer at this point, which is hilarious to me. And poor Brian. Uh, Brian. Byron. Poor <laughs> Lord Byron. Poor guy. I could have I thought he would have, like, you know, the comment, uh, Bartlett, you know, said it fine, or uh, whoever was doing the color there, Poulin, or whatever his name is, Dave. Poulin, yep. Yeah, that guy. Um, He's like, I would have had Byron use his speed, and I can't say that I don't blame him, but, you know, what can you do? But yeah, Byron, unfortunately, couldn't get uh, the back of the net on the shootout. I was super happy that Druen scored in the shootout, even oh. though they lost the game. Oh, my God. Especially that part when, made me the happiest after they moved him. Sorgachev did not. Ever! <laughs> yeah, that made it much better, too. Yeah. Who? There's, there's this kid that, <laughs> that plays on Tampa. I don't know. I Tampa. think he's a defenseman. I don't, know I don't really know. Sorga something. I don't know who he is. This was the fifth uh. time they played the Bolts? Oh, my God. Really? No. And I was just I was just annoyed that Pacioretty was out because Sergachev feeds him so well. <laughs> His pass to Pacioretty last game was just gorgeous. That was really good. <laughs> One of the best Tate passes I have ever seen. <laughs> that was some stuff right there. Absolutely. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean, even though it was a loss today, it was a yeah. an entertaining game for sure. Overtime was pretty entertaining. I did not think the Habs were going to make it out of OT once they got that penalty, but <clears throat> it was a pretty good game. And I yeah. I gotta say, for this point of the season where they are in the standings, playing a top team like that, I just really enjoy a team that's obviously out there and playing with so much pride to try to win this game and give it their all. It's just really awesome to watch every game. Especially given the uh, the injuries, you know, it's pretty much a crippled exactly. roster compared to what it was at the beginning yeah. of the season. And further, oh. Philip Deneau is out again. Again, I know. Which is really what bad. What happened and to Houdon? Houdon yes, the please boards. tell me. He's fine. He was skating after the fact. He, he came back to okay. the game. Um, yeah, he finished oh. the game. Granted, when he hit the boards, that looked bad. I mean, um, he went in he went in feet first, which is usually usually, you know, no problem there, but uh, when he hit and the recoil off the board, uh, he was holding his ankle and it was very ginger for a bit there. But you know, he came back and finished the game. At least I think he finished. I yes, know he, he came did. back. Good. So I think he probably just got a little twinge, you know, something like that. I can. 
I can see that. Happening. I was listening to it in my car, and I what I heard before I had to stop listening was that he got helped off the ice, and I was just he like, did. Oh, oh my god! He got helped off the ice, yeah, but yeah, it wasn't. No, but he, he came back, he so it's all back. good. Absolutely. And what happened to Deno? A Deno, uh, now see, I thought I could have sworn he took like a puck to the face, but it wasn't like it was off a, puck a shot. Or a stick. No, it was like I'm a deflection. Sure but either of the two, like, he, he got the hit, and then he just left. And I thought, oh, maybe he's just getting, you know, some work under the hood or something like that, or uh, whatever. Uh, stitches or something like that, but then they said mm -hmm. he wasn't coming back, and it's like, oh. So it kind of makes think you it wonder was the, about the concussion stuff, maybe. It was the end of the period when he end got of the hit. Um, and he was doing good, yeah, too. Yeah, so... So I think that, I mean, I thought, honestly, at this point, they might as well just keep him out as a precaution. I don't think this season, I don't think the season matters anymore. I'm pretty sure the season doesn't matter anymore. So, I mean, there's no reason to risk his health for a game that doesn't matter, is my opinion. Is my guess of why as to why they, they held him out. There's just, there's no reason to risk with concussions. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. I thought I saw. Left, yeah. I thought I saw that some someone say that he was experiencing like some weird numbness somewhere, like, like earlier this afternoon. Like it was just somebody on Twitter reporting it. I don't remember who it was exactly or exactly what the tweet said. Are they verified? He missed the last game for a neck injury. I think it was a. I <laughs> think it was a verified person. Okay. I just. Mm, I don't think it was. Mm, sorry, I brought it up because I don't. I can't even like. We oh, should okay. definitely start a bunch <laughs> Fact of Fact check myself. <laughs> Let's no, just start making stuff but, up. Um, I think it was. I know. I think I know that some of you don't like him, but Montreal. I think Montreal Design retweeted it and quoted it and said that they should just keep him out. Um, because let me see if I can find it. Maybe it's. I don't know. It's not really that. Well, important. he's right. I'm. I'm glad they kept him out. Hmm. Although I will say that I have tickets to the game against the Leafs on April seventh, oh. I'm pretty sure I'm just going to be seeing the Ooh. Laval Rocket at that point. Basically, <laughs> yes. that's the last game fine, of the season, basically. right? Super, yeah, I'm super excited about all the prospects. So that'll be a really wonder, good game to see. Yeah. I wonder oh, yeah. if Carey Price will be in that. Makes you wonder, uh, judging by it. how people are talking about it. And when I say people, I mean like either on air, on TV, on Twitter, whatever. It seems like if he's healthy, he'll probably play a game or two. Yeah. Speaking of that, though, anti-Niemi. Oh, what yeah. a waiver pickup. Where did, where did he, like... I would like... not be shocked to see, or surprised, or I can't find my words. I would not be sad <laughs> to see anti-Niemi on April 7th because Why I don't know not? where he came from like this, but I love him now. Oh, my God. When he got picked up, do you have up, a goalie uh, problem? When I got, when he got, oh yeah, you gotta, you already have <laughs> commitments, Ashley. I love all right? my goalies. I'm sorry. Jeez. <laughs> but it's true, and I think my love for him began in the Nashville game in Nashville, where he took them to a shootout, and they were lucky to get out of that with two points. Uh, uh, oh, the Nashville man. team, that is to say, and I was like, wow. Where's the horrible, terrible goalie that everybody was making fun of and ridiculing when he walked into town? And that was such a nice welcome that he received. But <laughs> I was really impressed and have been, to, except for the game in Vegas, where I was super surprised because I thought, oh, this is, he's going to turn it on tonight. I was but, there. That was awesome. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm sitting there with my mom and my stepdad. And we're watching this, and they're they're Golden Knights fans because they're homers, right? So they yeah. have their they have their Golden Knights polos on. I'm like, what a bunch of freaking losers! <laughs> and no, so I'm sitting there, and it was like, um, I forgot how how quick it was. It was like three nothing in what the first ten minutes or something like that. I'm trying to remember because I think uh, it all happened yeah. in the first period, regardless. But you know, I was looking at that. I'm like, man, Auntie, he probably has the Vegas flu. Poor guy. Ooh. Oh no! <laughs> I'd be surprised. I'd Me be surprised because he's such a pro. But it was. But he's also such an old man. Where? <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> where he's like, I'm just gonna hit the town, to the come back on a walker using a walker. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Look how big the pads are. How do you think those guys skate? There's like little sub skates underneath the pads. It's easy. <laughs> little rollers, you know. 
I mean, I, I'm friends with a goalie. He verified this for me, so it's proven. Ooh. And <clears throat> what Ashley said about not being surprised or, or not being sad to see Miami there on April 7th. For sure. I wonder if, like, I, I wonder if they can't find a way for him to stay. That is quite a logjam, I think. Right? Because, look, we got... Right? We have so many goalies. And good ones, too, because Charlie's not yeah. bad. For, yeah, I was going to say, if it weren't for Lindgren, I would totally be on board with Niemi coming back as a backup next year. But I Is Lindgren ready Charlie to be some backup, NHL time. I think he hmm. needs some NHL time. He does need some NHL time, and he does need to be on a team. Well, I mean, the team this year hasn't been good, but he does need to be on a team um, that's not the Rocket. As, as currently constituted. Right. Yeah, that's... <laughs> and, a... you know, I love my Habs, but... Mm-hmm. Um... Well, you know what might be an interesting thing, and this can go either way. Now, I'm starting to... I'm putting my speculation hat on. So, mm. say um, Ante finishes the season with... Because uh, his his record with the Habs is like a 9-3 or something like that. Yeah. 9-3, 9-2, whatever it is now. And um, if he continues to play well, maybe we can get some picks out of him. You know, so that's one aspect of it. The other aspect of it is maybe, you know, Charlie, if he comes in and plays a few good games, he might be another piece. And I see people, I mean, if I'm a if I'm a GM, who would I want? Would I want Antti Niemi or Charles Lindgren? You know, kind of depending on the situation, you know, so I'm kind of wondering about that. And again, you know, I say those two names and then Zachary Fucali as well, whom, wow, what a weird career he's had so far, Zach Fucali. Mm. I was hoping. Is that was, how you say his last name? I say Fucali. That's okay. how we. Say yep, that's it. Okay. Yeah. Who else? Said, wait, Fuchale? Uh, the other night. No, from the other night. Uh, when he was the backup to Lindgren, and uh, I think it was four nothing in yeah. that four nothing game. I don't even mm. remember Florida. I think maybe Jersey. New Jersey. I was. I was there. Jersey. Jersey, Jersey. Dave, that's great. Yeah, you're at all games. It was great. Um, It was so cool. You're going to have to be our man on the ground. (laughs) Yeah, I suppose so. Hey, guys, I'm having a great time again. Perhaps we're getting blown out. I got some beer. I got some cheese fries. (laughs) Um, Got to. Got to. Oh, sit behind Pierre? Oh, Oh, I would love to do that. Sorry. So on the TSM broadcast, they brought up uh, Fucali's name and they spelt it with a CH. Fucali. A Fucali. <laughs> Maybe he changed it like that out of loyalty for the team. He wanted the CH in there. I just want to stay, Molson. He's like, well, you're going to have to change your name, kid. Okay. Look at my commitment to the team. Because everyone knows that. I'm doubting your commitment to Sparkle Motion. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, so there's that. Everybody's seen Donnie Darko, right? Oh, I haven't seen it in years. That was from Donnie Darko. um, Johnny Depp? Donnie Darko? (laughs) Did I just hear a Donald Duck? (laughs) Donald Duck. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Donnie Darko, is that a Johnny Depp movie? Oh, no. right, yes. <laughs> what, oh, what, what's the movie it's, with Johnny Depp the, and it's a weird... That's every Johnny Depp like movie, that. I think. That's true. Uh, it's it's Crybaby. <laughs> well, the one where he's an undercover cop, De Niro, Pacino... Donnie like Brasco? That. There! Oh, that's what I'm that. thinking of. Mm-hmm. So this is now our movie movies podcast. with Donalds, aren't they? <laughs> Let's not go down that road of Donald's. Yeah, so anyways, yeah, um, yeah. something else that happened with the game. <clears throat> <laughs> Which Are we still talking about the New Jersey game? I was looking at any game in general. Uh, oh. <laughs> I think I would like to talk about um, Captain Max Pacioretty for a little bit. Captain I'm, I'm always you. Max down for some Captain. When when I went to Montreal last year, the only thing I wanted in my whole trip was to hear Michelle Lacroix say Max Pacioretty's name after a goal. I just love the way he says it. Absolutely. It was the best moment of the whole trip. Which game was that? 
I was last year. I saw it was in March. Saw mm, two Dallas and Florida. I think is where the teams I saw. Great. Right. I'm really. I'm clearly. That's amazing. It was. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I, lo- but, I do love the way he says it. So what? He yes, follows what? me on Twitter. Uh, Michelle Lacroix. <gasps> really? By the way. I, I go back and check every so often to make sure he still is. And he still is. <laughs> That's a bragging one for sure. <laughs> for Sorry, sure. I just tell everybody Best that. guy I got is like Steve Dangle. <laughs> He's great. He is great. I like Steve. Yeah. He's fine. He doesn't do any harm. Steve's He's great, so even though he wonderful. roots for a weird team. <laughs> but he's a weird guy. I mean, yes, yeah, like in, he, the, in a good way. In a good way. Totally. And he stuck with them through thick and thin, thin and I really admire him. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of weird how that same ad- admiration can't be shared across all fan bases in the National Hockey League. Kind of strange like that. I mean, mm. one would think if he was a Montreal fan, he would be incapable of intelligent <laughs> thought. Or individual thought at that in, because it's beyond in, him. Independent thought? Be- is it in, independent thought? In, in I'm sorry. Independent thought. I don't know. Sorry, I, I get confused sometimes. <laughs> I mean, this is Steve hanging out with all his friends apparently after a decade. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, so, on that, I had a couple of thoughts. Yes. So, as we ha- have all of the uh, sheep noises in the background, it's because. Um, it was brought to my attention that um, recently fans, supporters of the team, the Habs, the players, management, everybody are thought of as sheep, blind sheep, blindly following. (laughs) (laughs) And first of all, my first thought was blind sheep. Like you don't joke about blind sheep because in Chile uh, recently, there, there's a huge ozone layer problem in Chile, and the sheep were going blind. What? And it was no. all I know. So you don't joke about about blind sheep. What? And so this story was rampant all over Chile: the blind sheep, the ozone. Wear your sunglasses when you go out. Sheep. And then it turns out, oh well, people, you don't want to end up like the sheep. But oh my um, god! <laughs> this is so, blowing my mind turns, right now. It turns out, because I actually Googled it after becoming aware of this new um, phenomenon, which is probably not new, but um, it's becoming more popular. Um, I looked it up, and it turned out that it was actually a a media exaggeration in Chile and that the sheep actually just had pink eye. What? (laughs) But but while we're on the topic of blind sheep from Chile... um, I just wanted to mention that I I understand that the term blindly following and being a sheep follower of a team is um, meant to be an insult or at the very least is meant to, you know, treat supporters of the team as somehow lesser than critics of the team. It's uh, derogatory. Yeah, derogatory. Right. So I understand it's a joke, but like, what I wanted to say about that is, first of all, as I mentioned previously, in my own case in particular, I have no power over anything that happens with this team. Like, I really don't. And I think that the advent of social media has caused people to think that they actually do have power over what mm-hmm. happens with the team. And that had that sort of, you know, the fellow who wore his, you know, who spent a lot of money to, well, probably not a lot of money because he was in Florida, but to sit behind Claude Julian with his T-shirts and change his T-shirts and ignore the person that was sitting next to him the entire game. He was on the phone and scowling and making faces. But somehow this fan is supposed to be applauded and respected over fans who support the team, I just want to say a couple of things. If you support the team and you support the management, it's because you want the team to win. And if nothing else, this week, it proved to us, uh, Jeff Molson came out and said, Mark Bergevin is here to stay. And so what am I going to do? Want Mark Bergevin to fail? 
what am I going to do? Uh, you know, rage tweet about it 24 hours a day, seven days a week? No. He's the guy who's there. Has he made, has he made mistakes? Yes. He has made mistakes. Absolutely, Mo. You know, Markov leaving just this season. Markov <laughs> leaving. Radulov not signing. I don't blame the Radulov one entirely on Bergman. I don't know the whole story. And for what it's worth, whatever Radulov says, I'm inclined to not believe. Anyway, um, and if you speak to um, Nashville fans, <laughs> one Nashville fan in particular called Radulov a grifter. And I thought that that was a very apt description. But going back to the topic of wanting to support your team and being a blind follower, I'm not blindly following the team because I swallow what they're telling me, hook, line, and sinker. And I think that everything is going great. And Michelle Terrian was the best coach that ever lived. And when Michelle Terrian left and Julian came in, that was the best thing ever because the team always does the best thing ever. And the team is so great. Obviously, I'm not blind. None of us are blind. We see what's going on with the team. And it's been a really, really tough year. But it's not necessarily the end of the world. And it's not going to be the end of my life, how the team is doing. And I just choose to support them. Because like in real life, I support people not only when they're succeeding. You know, that's a really great way to put it. Great point. So I think um, it, the, the thing about well the blind said. follower and incapable of independent thought with all the crap that you see on social media and you hear on the airwaves and you see on TV and everything else, I would say I'm actually really capable of independent thought because I make up my own mind about things. And it's not necessarily what's being said to me by Mark Bergevin. Because Mark Bruceman doesn't talk to me. He doesn't talk to anybody. When's the last time we heard him? Well, he did talk to you once. <gasps> oh, my God. I met Didn't him. Didn't you touch his arm? Oh, my God. No, did your hand break? Are you okay? Okay, okay? That arm's yeah, yeah, yeah. dangerous. Wait. Okay. So, sidebar. Segway. <laughs> when, he was, when the team was in Vancouver and Shea Weber decided that, that he'd already played his final game of the season and I didn't get to see him in Vancouver... So it turns out that I might have had some intel on where the team was staying. And it turns, oh, oh yeah. And they were staying at the hotel right across the street from my office. So one day I'm right, I have a, you know, window seat. It's all open plan, so it's not anything special. But I looked out, out. (laughs) I looked out and I might have looked out that morning 15 or 30 times but when i did look out there was a bus there the big bus and i thought oh my god okay they're going to go to practice or whatever it is i'm going to go down there i'm going to see who i can meet hopefully it'll be shay weber and see what happens so i go down there i go to the lobby and i go you know whatever i'm just going to try to make this short i'm waiting in the lobby and there's nothing 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 the bus is sitting out there nothing 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 and i'm about to turn to leave and Mind you, I'm wearing my work clothes, so I look like, you know, professional, you know, whatever. Uh, Not whatever, professional. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I see this guy just go sprinting through the lobby. And it's Mark (laughs) Bruceman. And he's wearing jeans and runners and a hoodie. And he's just, and I go, Mark! (laughs) And he's top like a statue. And he just looked at me and he's like, am I supposed to know you? Like, I think maybe he thought I was a reporter or something. <laughs> and I, I, I'm such a fan. I just really wanted to, to shake your hand. And then he just broke. Like, he just, his face just, he smiled and he walked over to me and he goes, it's so nice to meet you. And we shook hands and he goes, I'm really late. I gotta go. And then he turned around and he went sprinting out the lobby. And I have washed my hand, I'm not going to lie. But I did meet him. And he was in a so big hurry. Awesome. And I told him that I wanted to meet him. So he stopped and changed directions and smiled and was pleasant and lovely with me and shook my hand and then ran the hell out of there. <laughs> I love the part of the story where you said how happy he was when you complimented him and the team and said you were a fan. Like how it just changed his entire yeah. countenance. It changed his face. That makes me so happy. Aww. Okay, honestly, like, I think Mark is a very handsome man. Oh, like, 
Yeah, I don't he, think like, that's a question. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I don't know. Even though I, I really only see pictures of him, and he looks very stressed out a lot of the time because <laughs> yes. he's the general manager of a hockey team. <laughs> that's a very stressful job. And it's the Montreal Canadiens. Like, it's it comes with a lot of, like, there's a it, that's a big mantle to put on. So, but I'm just like, man, like he's just, he's very handsome. I don't, I know that's not like the most interesting <laughs> hockey thing. Yeah. It's, it's not, important it's though. A job it's, but it's not it's something, appreciated. yeah. And like, it's not something people talk about often. I'm like, can we just talk about, and he has really <laughs> interesting suits, I think. Not, oh, he has the best They're clothes. not P.K. Subban interesting, but they're very interesting suits. He doesn't wear super dark suits like a lot of the other people in I charge of hockey glasses. teams wear. Yes, he does have good glasses. Like, I would wear those glasses. Do you oh, know yeah. how big his arms are? No. Like oh, no, wait, I've seen, I've seen a couple pictures of him in, like, a polo before. Yeah, I'm like, it's like, he goes to open a car door, and he has to be careful. You know, because he's gonna rip it off. I, I thought for a while there, you know, when when the when the decor was decimated, you know, last year and this year, that man he was bulking up to play. Put him out there on the ice. Let's go. He can easily be a, he can easily be like a a five or six, no problem. No problem. What what do we know? What position he played? Yeah, he was. A he was D. He was a defenseman. He was a defenseman. Okay, yeah. he's a big. Oh, that's right. He's a big guy. And he's one what of if he guys... was in a line with Shea Weber? You know what? He totally should join the team because then we yeah. can have a five-six pairing, a five-six pairing, and a five-six five, pairing. Six pairing. That would be wow, awesome. Guys. Totally balanced defense. I can't believe you put Juleson on five-six. Yeah, seriously. Okay. I love No Juleson so much. I'm sorry. Like I, I just am so proud of him for just being. Um, like who who gets to go and just be like, hey Carl Alsner, I got you, oh and my then God. absolutely <laughs> he he just does. I think the everybody damn thing. needs to do that though. Yeah, yeah kinda, everybody sorta. needs to help Carl. But well, like yeah. the thing is, I think Noah's the best at doing that because man, when when Noah is with a uh, Carl there, um, man, that line looked half not half bad either. Like, I will say that. Like, generally, when a younger defenseman comes up and I don't notice them in a game, I feel like that's a good thing. Yeah. Absolutely. It's okay. Yeah. You, didn't, you didn't mess up. Everything went smoothly. Good for you. Mm -hmm. You made it. You survived. Oh. Mm -hmm. But I feel like Juleson, from the start, I have noticed him in positive ways every yes. game he's played. Yes. He's I've been had, really impressed. The past, like, two mm -hmm. or three games, he's had a, some hiccups here and there, but mm -hmm. I think he's probably just starting to hit the uh, the growing pains. Exactly. You know, he's, yeah. he's going up against Jersey, which is like an, an eviscerator of a hockey team, right? He's going up mm -hmm. against Tampa Bay today, another very huge offensive powerhouse. So once he gets his legs under him with more NHL time, I mean, he's going to be fine. I'm glad we got him. Super, super mm -hmm. glad. And we are forgetting yeah. about somebody today, Brett Learnout, had a decent game today. <laughs> Thank God. That Viking man... <laughs> I have no idea why I love that small child so much. Brett Lernout? It's, yes, I have. Yes. Like, I used He's to go to the children. tournament every year. I was always so excited to see him there. I have no idea what it is about him. I just love that small child. It's kind of like I have Fucali, so honestly. <laughs> like, for some reason, I'm like, man, I want Fucali to be a, an NHL all-star. And if that doesn't happen, mm. I'll be sad. <laughs> I don't know yeah. why. I think it's because See, he won the gold in the World Junior Championship, like, mm. in 2015. I'm like, that's our boy! <laughs> <laughs> and it's stuck with me ever since. I don't know why. You know, come hell or high water with Fucali, I got your back, boy. And he winked at me at a game once, that foxy <gasps> mink. <laughs> it was in Syracuse. See, <laughs> See Brett Lernout, like, I've seen his name everywhere for, like, two years. Had no, I didn't Google image him because I was lazy, and then like I didn't know what he looked like until yesterday, and, and then they tweeted out. that picture That's of him where he looks like he wants to murder someone, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, this is who everybody was so excited about. Yeah, he's like straight like, up a musketeer. Who right, would not yeah. want a musketeer really on their hockey team? Like, imagine what he can do out there 
on a pair of skates as a musketeer. Isn't, um, <laughs> isn't a, it Manu, right, is the guy on Twitter, at Manu? The guy from France who makes all the... Oh, yeah, who makes all like, the... Yeah, and the gifts. Yes, I love him. He, I think he had, like, a, a small string of um, Brett Learnout shout-outs being, like... You know, I'm coming to I'm coming to pillage your small, you know, shanty town in England or something like that. Or that was this actually, today? It might have been Mark Dumont actually. He I think he has oh, a okay. few of those. So Okay. But those were funny. I was got this, a chuckle. Was this was today? Like, it may have been. Either today or whenever he got called up. Might have been yesterday. Okay, yesterday. So it was recently. Before. It wasn't like yeah, it last wasn't year like or two something. months ago, all right. Okay. I'm I'm hip. I'm with it. <laughs> Jeez. So I'm just asking. So I, I hate to to bring the mood down a little bit, guys. But can we um, spend a few minutes paying respect to our fallen comrades, such as Thomas Placanet? Oh, Tommy. Oh. oh, you mean our you mean our secret agent that's coming back next season? Yeah, right? I'm so all the plays from oh, the league. Oh, oh, I have to check something right now. Actually, has he scored I'm... yet? Oh, they're no, playing right now. <gasps> guess what? Again? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Um, Tessa, Virtue, and um, <gasps> Scott are at the Leafs game right now together. Oh. Who are they rooting for? Oh. Thomas Platonic, right? Yeah, Thomas Platonic. <laughs> yeah, Ian <laughs> McLaren tweeted it. So, okay. I, I can't support Tessa and Scott at the Leafs game. I'm sorry. I just no, can't. I, but yeah. I need to say how but what if they? What if he proposes to her at the game? <laughs> it's, it's null and void. Nothing happens at Leafs games like that. No. <laughs> we, won't, we won't count it. So, okay, interesting stat. Ever since Plakemic has joined the Leafs, I don't think they've won a game. They have not. They have it's not. That's a beautiful thing. Uh, it's just... I'm so proud of our little turtleneck. <laughs> <laughs> and hasn't that coincided with Noah and Matthew? Yeah. It's kind of funny. When I play <laughs> hockey, um, I have an undershirt that's a turtleneck. And I always think about that. I was very sad <laughs> when he left. <laughs> He'll be back. I feel very confident he'll be back. I was really surprised, though, like with Austin Matthews being out. I thought that their Vezina caliber goalie would sort of pull the fort. Oh, yeah. I think They're they... amazing goalies, right? Yeah, yeah. But didn't – I feel like Anderson got pulled either the last game or the game before. I don't remember who they were playing, but I feel like the they, they were losing – you guys, I it might have been out there again. What are you talking about? Hmm? Is this a Leafs podcast? We, we have to be well-rounded <laughs> individuals. Yeah. Hey, you're the one that brought up Plecky, all right? <laughs> because I wanted to talk about Plecky, not because I want to talk about that team that the he Leafs. plays for currently. Oh. <laughs> I was really the team who shall though. not be I named. Was, I think it was Beth, Beth, that you yes. put on Twitter that he was growing his goatee out again. Yes, there was, um, really? I yeah. was like, hashtag the resistance. <laughs> yeah, the they, I think it was at practice or something, and he had, a, he had his goatee, like a short, a very short one. He had a five o'clock shadow. It yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. makes me smile. I wonder yeah. if he got fined internally. Um, <laughs> I did want to, did want to close out the loop on what I was mentioning before because I had oh, a yeah. point that so was trying. Oh yeah, sorry. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, no problem. But this is like we're just trying to. That wasn't the best segue in the world. But I did want to say one last thing that there is, um, on the social media platform. Yep. Uh, for a while, <laughs> I was the quite the advocate for the former coach of the Montreal Canadiens and Ashley will remember this well but that was mostly because he he was just he, he wasn't given a fair shake from the moment he walked through the door nope and even when he's spoken about now like when you look at his results the results of his teams when he was the coach of the Montreal Canadiens all of a sudden in some factions that um those res results don't matter in that situation. Whenever it comes to Michelle Therrien, results don't matter. Otherwise, results do matter. So anyway, I was always sort of backing this guy and advocating for this guy. And it was, it was mostly because everybody was always bashing him. And coincidentally, I've done the same for some radio hosts in the past. But anyway... Um, when, so I was like sort of the president of his fan club and when he got fired, when he got fired, never mind that the Habs were still at the top of their division, 
after a month of Carrie Play Price playing like I'm not sure what, and an elite coach got brought in. I was like, well, there was something going on, and we all knew something was going on. And it was just that, guys, it was his time to go. And despite his record, and despite the results, I'm sure there was a good reason. And that's not me being a blind sheep and just deciding whatever management does is great. It's just being a realist. And even though I'm accused of not being a realist because I'm accused of thinking everything is fantastic, that's not the case. Julian comes in. That's who I support because that's who came in the door. The guy who's left the door is not on my team anymore. And that's, and that's how I feel about that. Yeah. That's I see the question. I think what a lot of people forget is that um, being a fan of something is not a democracy. Like you, you have the choice to support the team and look for the good in what is there and be excited about the team regardless of whether or not they're winning or you can leave and not be a fan anymore. Like if you don't like what's going on, yes, you can voice your opinion. You're more than welcome to do that. You're more than welcome to speak your mind. But you have no say in what happens to the team. No. Like, except for, like, buying tickets or not to go. Yeah, it doesn't or matter buying their merchandise. Many, yeah, it doesn't matter how many shirts you make to get on camera and talk on the radio. <laughs> Molson's not listening to you. Molson's not no, listening he, to anybody. I, Molson's sitting I don't in understand. his tower in Molson HQ headquarters, the one in the volcano, and he's just laughing <laughs> his way to the bank. And then exactly. he talks to it's... Mark, and Mark's like, hey, do you want to get dinner sometime? And he's like, yeah, sure, baby, let's go. Okay, bun, done. That's all they do. But the fact, <laughs> the fact that the commentariat seems to consider that a, a critic, a vocal critic, and in this case, a vulgar, and he did some stuff on the radio earlier that day that, that I did not respect at all. But um, the fact that that sort of fan is considered, oh, my God, now that's a fan. Yeah, versus... Nope. The other fans who realize what they're actually able to do, which is nothing. This isn't a democracy. We're not voting yeah. in the GM. We're not picking the players. We have to, for me, it's not that I'm blind and I'm following. I just accept reality. Yeah. And I deal and I with think, what the reality is. I think that's a fair point that you bring up that the word critic doesn't necessarily, it seems now that it means negative, but it, that's not what it is at its heart. I can be, I can be a critic of this team and I can show you, yes, there are ways to things to improve on, but there are also all these really awesome things that are happening that I can also enjoy. I, I don't have to solely focus on the negative to critique a team. And which case in point, focusing on the negative, isn't it interesting? And I was talking about this today on Twitter because just before the game, uh, the Tampa game, they were showing like the Habs chances at Darlene and they had a picture of Darlene wearing a Habs jersey. <laughs> yeah, that was and funny. And it's like, contrast this with Darren Drager's, frank, frankly, obsession with Tavares coming to Montreal and then Jamie McLennan, McLennan the other night. Oh, damn it, my earphones are going to die. Can you guys Don't still worry. hear me? Yes, yeah. we got you. Yeah. Okay, okay. So with McLennan, McLennan the other night saying that it made all kinds of sense for Tavares to go to the Habs and he laid out all of the reasons which are all of the super logical normal reasons makes me wonder like why are the national media doing this and in Montreal there's almost sort of this reverse bias like they haven't right. mentioned it rarely well ever. they have mentioned it except to say it's not going to happen and that Tavares staying in New York makes the most sense which what <laughs> like what about the Islanders makes the most sense for him to stay there other than he's not been anywhere else? Yeah, it's a tough it's true. I, I, I share a similar obsession to Darren Dreger about John Tavares coming to the Habs. I feel very strongly that this is a thing that should happen. <laughs> my, oh, is that my, how main you feel? Reason, my main reason is that I want it. Um, <laughs> but I, I think that's enough, frankly. I think that's enough, too. I want it, too. If I want it, I want it to happen, and I'm going to make a shirt that says so. <laughs> Nelson, get Tavares. Thank you for being great. I'm going to sit behind the coach, <laughs> and then it'll happen. I want to wear a shirt that says, good job, boys. <laughs> we I love, love you. 
<laughs> I will say, though, in a quick summary to all that that you just said, Veronica, that I um, I read a tweet from one of my favorite tweeters the other day. I don't even, she's not a Habs tweeter. She's from Toronto. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Um, but it's at Jody's Jumpsuit. And she, this is a while ago, but she said, maybe it's not the darkness that surrounds you that defines you, but the light you shine in defiance of that darkness. What a and I just thought Toronto person. What <laughs> a great logical thing to say. Like, yeah, you know what? This season's been pretty dark for the Habs all around. There's losing and holes in the team and now injuries. And it just he feels like it keeps piling, piling, piling all this darkness. But, but do you know what makes it better is everybody on social media talking about how bad it is and then sort of going around and around and around in a circle Exactly. And, and just so you're being just, like super negative about it. And you're just surrounded by that darkness all the time. So we feel like our little group, our little podcast here can be that light we shine out in defiance <laughs> of all that darkness. Yes. yes, things are dark, <laughs> but look at all the brightness that's still on yeah. the team. And, and we then, don't think that everything is great and perfect and everything that happens with the team is great and perfect. I realize exaggerating makes it funnier, oh, but yeah. we know. Like, yes, um, exactly. One good spot uh, that will be coming to the Habs is man, that Ryan Paling. Ooh, we got it. We got ourselves a good player there. There's lots of exciting prospects coming up. I'm super pumped yes. for the future. That's that, what and, uh, has been super great about this season is getting to see all the younger kids. Like they're like, oh, all these call-ups are happening, and then I, we get to see all these younger kids that we might not have gotten to see had we been injury-free. Mm-hmm. And they all look and pretty that, decent. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Something even to add even more to that. So let's let's play the speculation game a little bit again. So next year, say everything's perfect and rosy, um, and we don't even need Dallin. But say we get a top <laughs> ten, and say we get a top ten pick that's a D man, right? Because there's a lot of them in in the draft this year, I believe, if I'm remembering correctly. So we have ourselves Matei, Juleson, Petrie. You know, those are three pretty damn good defensemen already. Add Weber to that, healthy, so there's four. Now we would need um, whatever it is there, uh, our bottom two. Uh, that would be Alsner and whoever, you know, we can have fill that up. The new kid, whoever we get, whoever we draft. And that's mm-hmm. a decent decor right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, Did I hear you mention a certain bearded fellow? Oh, yes. Jordy. Oh, yes. Jordy, man. Jordy Dave, ben. my heart. How could you do that? <laughs> you know, it was kind of funny because I heckled Ben really bad at the Jersey game. Um. <laughs> <gasps> no. Well, you know, you know I what? So- I will. He has not had a great season, but I firmly no. believe that when he's back playing in his proper depth Absolutely. in the lineup, yes. he's going to have a bounce back year next year. You can't year. put Ben with all sure That's it. like rule number one. They don't, they don't play well together. But, like, something happened in Jersey, and, like, he got beat to the outside. It happens. Okay. But I was like, oh, hey, Jordy Ben, you got beat to the outside. And I yelled it. <laughs> and some guy, like, down the row was like, hey, man, you don't talk about Ben like that. And I look over. I'm like, excuse me? And it was a Habs guy. And I was like, oh. And he noticed I'm a Habs guy. And he's like, oh. Hey. Like, Sorry, man. He's like, it's okay. And we just watched the rest of the game. It was funny. <laughs> but I just – Speaking of, yes, so where he, if he's playing on the line that he's meant to be on, and you've got a guy who every chance he gets, he calls Montreal hockey heaven. Mm-hmm. In the toxic wasteland that has become Montreal, and he still doesn't lose a single opportunity to call it hockey heaven. Like, that's the kind of guy you want around. I was gonna Just say have him in the right place. He is yep. the superior Ben. Absolutely. <gasps> I sure love him. Yes. He's the best Certainly. one. I do love him. An incredible beard. Oh my god. I was yes. watching the game on my phone Such when I was density. at Such density. Yeah, no, I was watching um I was watching the game on my phone uh at the uh at the Biggie brunch I was at this morning in honor of <laughs> Notorious BIG. <laughs> It was so awesome. The Biggie Brunch. Yeah, so I was watching that. I was watching the game, and one of my friends that's on my hockey team, we went together. He looked over, and he's not hes not like a huge Habs follower. I mean, he follows hockey, but he looks over. He's like, oh, my God, look at that beard. I'm like, I know, right? <laughs> and it was just it's like things. he has extensions. It's just so thick and perfect. It's oh majestic. Yes. Do you think they have beard extensions? <laughs> probably. They probably do. I swear, do. 
I swear to God, if Nazim Kadri gets a hold of that, I will fly to Toronto and beat Nazim up myself. That was so gross. <laughs> what a so weird thing to do. <sighs> so rude. Exactly. You don't do that to somebody. Jeez. It and anybody was... that doesn't know, we're talking about, right, it was a Joe Thornton, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so Nazim Kadri gets into a tiff with Thornton on the ice, and, you know, they're down on the ice and, you know, grappling, essentially, and uh, Nazim walks away with a tuft of Thornton's beard. And it's like, oh my god. A whole handful. That? Yeah, a whole handful of beard. My favorite it's part like, was, like, oh, Thornton was like, I didn't even feel anything. <laughs> Did that happen? That was my favorite part. And then and then um, Manu made a gif, but he just, instead of the beard rolling out, it was like a puppy. <laughs> like, <laughs> device. I think I have that guy blocked on Twitter. I think I think there was one too many Tarian gifts for my taste. Oh, but yeah. He goes really I might unblock. Hard. He, he goes hard at people, yeah. but he's a super cool dude, yeah. though. He really is. Yeah. I might unblock he him. He made us those Banana Mountain shirts for, like, yeah. the three of us that wanted them. Banana Mountain? Yeah, so, um, Do you tell? myself, myself, um, Ale, um, who is them Habzo on Twitter, and then, um, Mike, uh, we, who is Carrie the Price, um, they started, they started calling Ben and Shea Weber, uh, Banana, Banana and Man Mountain, <laughs> and they, when they were, like, together, like, we were, they were Banana Mountain, and oh, he made a shirt God. with eight and six. And then, um, so eight, I think it's eight and six. Yeah, eight has the beard, and then six has a mountain on the top. I'll well, send you a picture. I require this shirt. Yeah, yeah, I think I need one. What's yeah. his name? Manu? Like Manu Chow? It's, a it's like M A N U. Moaning Glory on. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Okay. Like M O E. Yes, I definitely have that guy blocked. Oh, like Moe's with the burritos. Moenin. Yep, Moenin Glory. And he's awesome. I have one of his shirts, too. I have the one that's yeah. uh, just uh, Rocket Rishad's face that looks all derpy. Uh, I want one of those, too. Oh, it's so good. I wear that. I wore he has that a too Red Bubble store. Game, and nobody, nobody knew who the hell it was. I was like, you're oh. all disappointing. That is very depressing. Okay, I just so, unblocked and followed. We are approaching the hour... Of the happy hour. That was it. Yay! Yay! That did very well. Um, that was our pilot episode. Pilot episode. Yes. Uh, super great intro by yours truly. Um, <laughs> everyone is welcome about that. And, uh, do we have Thank any? You. Thank you. Do we have any closing thoughts aside from that? <laughs> All right, closing thoughts. Uh, Beth. Oh goodness. Um, Good thought. All right. This Ashley. was fun. This was fun. <laughs> Um, good thoughts. Habs are going to win out the rest of the season. That's my prediction. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they might actually be able to do that. Let me do Those some are the math. good thoughts I'm sending out here. <laughs> good thoughts. We are going to have a hell of an off season. And, but we, do, we still have time to talk about that. But oh, I think that um, Bersvan, with sort of uh, some unique opportunities available to him in this off season. Never mind the fact that he, I think that he is fighting to keep his job. We're going to have a lot to talk about. I believe Like so. John Tavares. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 91 with Shay Weber and Carrie Price. It's like we're going to have half a team. And Canada Max Pacioretty. Max. That's going to be another be topic beautiful. we got to talk about. Oh, yeah. well, I love Max. That's what he gets paid the big bucks to do. He's got it, he gets paid the big bucks to um, make interesting things happen. And... Uh, I do believe that he does possess the level of in intellect to realize that he has made mistakes. And whatever his plan is, he's convinced Jeff Molson. So I can't wait to see what happens. Yeah, it's as if I he's agree. capable of individual intellectual thought. And that's oh, why he has the job. what's that? It's weird. It's this thing, it's this phenomenon <laughs> within sentient beings around the world that they're able to comprehend the world around them and uh, oh. make decisions based on stressors from the environment. And it that makes it a great fun. GM. <laughs> I think I might want to try it sometime. Yeah, no, right? I'm going to look that up. But on that, I, want, I also wanted to say that of all the things I've been called between cheerleader and sheep, I mean, cheerleaders, yay, but <laughs> sheep is so cute. 
And they're, they're so wool, cute. and they keep you they're fluffy. Warm. They're so useful. They're and yeah. Tool. They're the best. Exactly. So with that, we're going to leave off with uh, REM's shiny happy people, and uh, we just want to say thank you to everyone that listened, and uh, tune in next time. Rock on, Yay. everybody. Thanks, Bye. 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 Bye.